Welcome to the Level 10 Living episode that you've been waiting for. I know you've been waiting for this. I'm Lance Wallenau. With me today is Mercedes Sparks and Carl Wallenau, my son. Both uh, are going to be helping me with the discussion about coming into the next year, 2024, with the maximum physical energy, strength, clarity, and power needed to run the race. So on page uh, 16 in our gold medal performance training, which is one of the Level 10 Living resources we use. See level10living.com right down there? Well, you use the podcast code, you can get uh, 10% off of that. This is the training that we did for like, it's a $2,500 two-day intensive out at a resort somewhere. I wanted to record it so that I had the product that I've been using for 10 years training people on uh, for peak performance, for CEOs, executives, business people, artists, et cetera. And one of the things that, that I discovered is when we talk about like those mountains, you know, I talk about the mountain of your calling. And let's say that you're really coming to the season if you're 40 to uh, 65 or 65 to like 75, you're in what we call the convergence zone. That means you probably are really ascending the hill in terms of coming into the the peak of your capacity, meaning you're entering the convergence zone. That's the place where your gifts, talents, and acquired skills are intersecting with God-given opportunities to do the thing you were created to do. Now, what could possibly throw you out of convergence? What could mess you up as you're moving to uh, actualization in the calling and work that God gave you to do? Well, I'll tell you what will mess you up. This was a profound discovery when I, when, when I realized this. What can mess you up is another mountain. There's another mountain you got to stop and you got to think about. You know what it's called? It's called the mountain of me. And what I found out was that in this mountain, we use a wheel of life that the one thing that could pull people out of convergence was physical health breakdowns. So suppose God's called you to go to the top of the summit here. But that year, when the doors were open for you to go there, you were experiencing physical breakdown. I'm, I'm serious about this. Listen to me. Attacks on your marriage, boom, can throw you out of the convergence zone in terms of career, calling, achieving those things that really are the, what we would say is, uh, this is the, I finished the work you gave me to do, Jesus said. Well, if the work you gave me to do is over here, then this is the thing you do, then this is the thing you be over here. And if your being isn't supported, your doing collapses. So when we find a, it could be a, a family problem, pull this person out of convergence. It could be financial problems could pull them out because they didn't have the time to be able to dedicate to doing what they needed to do because they had so much financial stress and children and a mortgage, et cetera. But you and I know that... Um, there's a way to be able to pray and to live so that the finances should never impede your ability to go where you're called to go. And you can bring your house into such peace, particularly relationships, so that they're working with you, not against you. But here's the thing that has knocked more people out of convergence. And I'm talking about as you're in your 50s, 60s, it's your health. Suddenly you're sidelined because of a cardiac condition or other kinds of anomalies that are happening. And, and your body cannot keep, but here's the weird thing. The older you are, 
the more effective you are. Your peak earning and your peak impact years are 50 plus. And yet, that's exactly the time when a lifetime of neglect or ignorance can cause your body to shut down. And it's not your finances. It's not your, your, your marriage. It's your physical ability to deliver on the calling you've been running your whole life to pursue at the time when it's there. I got a series of four or five urgent prayer requests over the last three months. Each one of them was for a friend of mine in the convergence zone of their calling who was going into the hospital to deal with various heart crises. And around the third wife that was texting me to say, pray for so-and-so, I started thinking, I'm no different than them in terms of age, in terms of vision or calling. And I started thinking, I better start paying attention to what my people perish for lack of knowledge. I better pay attention to what I need to know about this. And that's why we put together a two-day summit where I'm bringing the experts expert cardiologists, experts in health, experts in restoring youth and energy. I'm not just interested in being able to, you know, stave off the decay process. I'm optimistic enough to believe that God can renew my youth. And so I started finding the people that have something to say about that. And Mercedes, talk a little about the summer while I go back to my chair over there. Yeah, absolutely. So we're so excited about this. We've got Jordan Rubin coming in. We've got Dr. Chauncey Crandall, world-renowned cardiologist. We've got Dr. Goodman, a pediatrician, um, expert. Go ahead, walk right in front of my shot. we got to hey, figure this out. Oh, they, they fixed it. They fixed it. Great job, team. So we've got uh, Dr. Goodman coming in, and he is going to be bringing, you know, the latest of, you know, how to reverse the effects of long COVID, how to overcome many people. I have family myself who have gotten the job. And so he's bringing his foremost research on what he can, what we can do and what family members can do to reverse the effects of that. I mean, it is, it's unbelievable. We had him at the dream trip. I mean, I mean, the whole reason we're having this conference is because Dr. Goodman People did such so, an amazing yeah, they, they presentation. The, yeah, the audience told us. They said, we need to hear more. No, exactly. So we've got them. We've got uh, Christy Nickel coming out. She's going to be talking about fitness. We talked about that in a broadcast a little while ago. I've got uh, Tommy and Miriam Evans. We've heard um, remarkable testimonies. We had them on the podcast a few weeks ago talking about the type of blind eyes being open, uh, wombs opening up, um, all sorts. I mean receiving the ability to walk. They had a boy run around the entire sanctuary. So these guys move in signs and wonders. They're coming out. Of course, you will be there. Annabelle will be there. Carl, Carl will be there. Carl, are you, will you be there? I think we're, uh, we're waiting on the Lord to see if that's confirmed or not. Carl, you have to be there. The people are demanding you. Be yes, there. Carl's going to be there because we're, we're, we're doing the coaching. No, people come up all the time. We were at a conference recently and they're like, oh, I just love Carl. I love you guys on the podcast. So you got to come to more events. Huh. You too would be recognized. I get recognized all the huh. time at events. All right. Ba Thanks, back Lance. to the summit, please. Where, oh. where are we telling them to go? LanceWalno.com forward slash summit, ladies and gentlemen. Like Carl you want to go. Here. You want to make sure you get there. Now, look, I, with this thing about renewing your youth, I, uh, I'm a big believer in the fact that while reverse aging isn't necessarily something that the Bible says happens, because the Bible does say that our outward man perishes, but our inward man is renewed. Yet 
the Apostle Paul also said that we are quickened by the Holy Spirit. Here was a man who was beaten five times within, within, within the um, lick of death with, with whips and such, and he ran his race with undiminished energy all the way to the end. I think the Holy Spirit can quicken and restore to you. And I want you to listen to uh, Dr. Rubin, Jordan Rubin, talk to you about what's happening as we age and how to recover lost years based on the insight God's given him. Play clip one. What's happening is as we age, we lose two primary sources of tissue in the body. We lose connective tissue. That's collagen, cartilage, et cetera. That makes up our skin, hair, nails, digestive tract, joint, ligament, tendon, and bone. And then we lose our muscle, our skeletal muscle. And this happens at an accelerated age. Here's a horrifying statistic. After the age of 40, we lose eight pounds of muscle, excuse me, 8% muscle per decade. Mm. And between 70 and 80, we lose 15%. So if you do the math, that's 47% of our muscle is gone by the age of 80. And I know some people say, well, I don't even know if I'll live till I'm 80. I'm just focused on living well now, but that's a pretty staggering statistic. But here's the biblical version of that. Caleb, who said, I am stronger than I was 40 years ago, and I'm ready to conquer Hmm. the promised land. This was when Caleb was 85 years of age. And first and foremost, I quote a set of scriptures every day. It's really God's promises to me. And one of them is that at 85 years of age, like Caleb, I'm going to be stronger than I was at age 45. So number one, claim the promises of God. Number two, treat your body in a way that you can take advantage of the promises of God. Come on, man. At 85 years of age, I'm going to be stronger. I just caught that now than I was at 45. I was taking so many notes. By the way, there was such a noisy team while he was presenting. And Mercedes. Mercedes. Mm-hmm. I Carl drop dropping clipboards all over the place. Yeah, it was me. Anyway, I, anyway I those, those distractions were all that side of the... Uh, yeah, the problem is I get engaged. I start listening and I feel like I'm at church and I want to be like, You want to be amening. Wow. Mm. Praise the Lord. I know. It's, it could be a little <laughs> Praise annoying. Praise the Lord. Did you, <laughs> did you see... After we lose our, then we lose our muscle and skeletal muscle, but it could be restored. The, the idea that it could be restored. Here's a verse for you, folks. I will restore to you the years the canker worm is eaten. And because there's a way to do this part of our strategy, it's going to be the, the, the new kind of eating styles, the new kind of workout styles for you as you're getting older, the new kinds of nutritional styles and the way that the you can uh, begin to use nutraceuticals and certain things and and even uh, cellular therapy to absolutely restore parts of your body that are breaking down. It's nearly miraculous. Technology, and everybody worries about transhumanism. I've done specials on Daystar with, uh, with Perry Stone and other guys about transhumanism. Listen, the other side of that is God's going to give millennial-level insight into technology before the end of the age to Christians who are going to be able to have breakthrough technology. Don't only think in terms of what the Antichrist is doing. Think about what God's people are going to do. I want you to listen to clip number two as we talked about this whole thing uh, that I, was a breakthrough for me, which was the collagen revelation. It says we've got two issues. 
if we're 60. Our connective tissue, our cartilage, our collagen has probably decreased 20%. And our muscle has increased 16%. And for most people, your bone density has decreased. But the good news is you can build all of it back. There is research that shows 80 and even 90-year-olds building muscle, preserving and adding connective tissue integrity, as well as strength. So you can absolutely do it at any age. The problem is we just don't take the steps to do it. And there are a handful of uh, health secrets that we can share that can help you preserve and increase your collagen, connective tissue strength, as well as your muscle strength, and even your bone strength. And frankly, all of us know somebody who's had a fall, broken a hip, and then they're not long for this world after that. Right. It's because, again, that's indicative of their overall health. And so let's talk about how we can improve those areas, shall we? Well, and we shall. So that, that was the um, that was the pre-summit uh, interview I did on a long-form podcast with Dr. Uh, Jordan Rubin. And he shared that he's going to give us insight into something he's never taught before, which is some of the meals he found in the Bible that uh, were were put together by the smartest smartest meal that ever existed is what he's going to talk about, something he's starting to eat every day. But I, I love the idea that you can take specific action right now in an area of your life and that the results of that can be a, let's say it interrupts where the decay or where the, the illness was going to take you. And you can kind of you could kind of grab it before it gets there and start to reverse it. And this is the reason why we're doing the summit, because it's not only him, it's uh, it's the various other speakers that we've got. I, I would like to be able to, uh, you know, throw it open to to Mercedes and to Carl and say, what uh, what were the comments that were made by the experts we did the interviews with that that are coming to your mind while we're doing these uh, summaries right now? Well, <clears throat> it wasn't so much something that they had said in the interviews, but it's something that we had talked about off screen. Um, and also you mentioned in the research that Bobby Clinton did with convergence is that it's not just your health. It's not just the, the home life. <clears throat> Sometimes in the occupation as well, you can be promoted outside of your convergent zone. Mm -hmm. So for some people, they might be really gung ho. They might be really a, a type A go get it type attitude. And they're thinking, okay, well, I'm 85 years old. I can regain my muscle. I can be stronger than I was at 45. And yes, miracles can happen. But if you're going to sign yourself up for a tough mutter and you haven't been on the regiment, you might actually get injured. Mm -hmm. So being mindful of where you actually are, I'm not encouraging an imposter syndrome. I'm not saying anything like that. But what I am saying is it is important to know where you actually scale yourself on your wheel of life, especially mm -hmm. with health, physiology and appearance. Um, so that's one thing that I do want people to be aware of, you know, before going out there. I was going to add to what you're saying there, Carl. You know, sometimes we can you have well, like analysis paralysis and you mm -hmm. almost end up with like failure to launch because you overcomplicate. You ever have somebody in your life like that where it's like. I, you go from like zero to a hundred and you're like, I'm and admitted. I can be a bit like this where I'm like, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to walk three miles on the treadmill. Like I used to do 10 years ago. And I'm like, why? And then I'm, I'm sore the next day. Yeah. And so you're like overachievers sometimes sabotage themselves because of this. And so, you know, we were talking 
kind of before one of our broadcasts here, you were talking about habit stacking. Yes. And so this was a really interesting concept Carl was just telling me about. And I was like, oh, this, this is a better way to scale into it because you know what? It's small modifications, which you heard, you know, Christy talk about in her podcast. It's like, it's just a handful of small things. Like, Hey, maybe it's just walking third. Larry, my husband, mm -hmm. you know, we were kind of talking about weight loss goals and maybe like a year ago, all he did is he just started walking after he drops her daughter off at school. So he'll drop her off at school and then he'll go walk at the local park for like 30 minutes. This man has dropped like 30 pounds. Like he's looking just really, walking. I mean, he's looking great before, but he's looking great now. Yeah. See, it's just it's small things like that. It's not like I got to go, I make it, I got to run three miles. I got to do 20 push-ups. you know, I just have this thing in my head. So talk a little bit about habit stacking. Sure. So I got this idea, this concept from BJ Fogg, uh, incredible scientist. He has a great book out there called Tiny Habits. Um, there was one of his students, James Clear, who made Atomic Habits, pulled a lot of the research from BJ Fogg. The idea behind habit stacking is that it's really difficult for us to stop bad habits. And it's pretty simple for us to add new ones if we know how to add them. So most of us have a type of morning regimen that we do when you first wake up, maybe you feed the dog, maybe you use the restroom, maybe for some of us, we start our Keurig machines or our coffee makers, the things that we do all the time regularly that are second nature for us, we're going to continue to do them unless we have uh, hindrances put up. But the best way to stack habits is to introduce new habits after you've already done the previous thing. So for me, usually when I first wake up, I'll use the restroom. And if I want to start stacking habits, it's like, all right, well, after I use the restroom and wash my hands, I'm going to go and I'm going to just read the headlines of the articles for the day. I'm not actually going to read the entire article. I'm just going to get a glimpse as to what the articles are. And then after I've read that, it takes maybe two, three minutes, I'm going to go and start my coffee machine mm -hmm. or I'm going to go and make a glass of water. Um, for those of us who don't normally drink water, maybe it's like, okay, if you have a pet, after I feed my animals and I clean up after them, I'm in the sink or I'm over in the kitchen to clean up, I'm going to make myself a glass of water and I'm going to drink it. Or, you know, if you want to introduce new supplements, um, after I make myself a, a pot of coffee or a glass of tea, that's when I'm going to start adding my supplements into the tea or into the coffee. Mm. So it's something that you're automatically going to be doing anyway. And when you want to introduce the new habit, that's when you start stacking it on top of the previous thing. <laughs> and it's also important to note that for most habits, what we want is we want to crave the reward of the thing. So in a previous episode, Dad, you had been talking about people experiencing a runner's high. And that's one of the things that gets the runners up and out of bed in the morning is that they know, or at least they intuit that they're going to have that type of runner's high reward as a consequence of doing it. And the craving of that reward is really what incentivizes them to get up and do it. Mm. So when you're trying to stack these new habits, think of the end result that you want and in include yourself in that end result as you're trying to set up these new habits for yourself. Yeah, that's good. Isn't that I, interesting? I, it's, uh, I love it. I wrote it down. Habit stacking, do the routine and add one step. This is what Carl and I are going to be focusing on. We're there to learn, but we're also going to take what we've learned in a lot of these other areas and say, all right, we're going to be applying this to how do we how do we create an accountability community with 200 of us who are going to be at the event? We're going to be hanging out for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see, a, you know, a buddy system set up. We're going to all pick certain things we're going to do. And for 30 days, I guess it's a 30 days for the new habit, 21 days. Yeah. We're going to be reinforcing that. And, um, and because your, your physiology, your body gets hijacked by what you put into it. And listening to what you said right there, I mean, I can tell you, I knew almost like a word of knowledge. I can tell you there are people that aren't drinking enough water. Mm -hmm. You may it's me think something as simple as that. It could be amazing yeah. the impact it has Absolutely. to oxygenate you, to hydrate you. 
to get your brain focusing. Get your brain out of brain fog, you know, and you're thinking it's some one thing, it's the devil. No, it's you're not even drinking enough water. It's like, you know. Well, and I, I was watching a podcast the other day and they were talking about how dementia patients, they don't drink enough water and just making sure that they stay hydrated has a massive effect on their mental health, mainly because they forget yeah. that they're not drinking water and wow. it just adds to it. So if you have, you know, a loved one dealing with dementia, the things that you're consuming, how much water you're drinking and what you're eating has a huge effect on mental health. And yeah. we have a mental health crisis in our nation. And you wonder how much of that is tied to just poor eating habits. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I want to go to Chris. Uh, all right, good. Complete the thought. I was just going to say one other piece of that puzzle is um, I have some tattoos, I have some ink on me. And one of the tattoos that I have is a bunch of smiley faces as balloons. And I just use that as a prompt to remind myself to smile more and mm -hmm. to be happy and to look in the good, look on the good mm -hmm. side of things. Mm -hmm. So just having that as a constant prompt on my forearm is like, okay, things aren't as bad as they could be. So cheer up. That's a brilliant idea. Now that I've, now that you've said that, I didn't know that. Mm. Why don't you go to clip three, Christy, um, Christy, Code, Code, Red. Red. Code Red Nichols, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Recovering sugar addict does not keep sugar in our house. And a recovering drug addict doesn't keep drugs in their house. So we treat our sugar addiction the same way. I can't, I had a bad sugar addiction where I'd eat an entire pound of peanut M&Ms every night before bed. And when you said it's sort of like, oh, it does this to your brain. No, 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 no. It hundred percent mm. hijacks your brain. hundred percent. Your brain lights up in the same area when a sugar addict sees sugar than when a cocaine addict sees cocaine. Wow. It's not, you're not going crazy. It's really hijacking you. Mm. So four to seven days of detox. And it seems like day eight, the average person wakes up and like, oh, like just feeling <laughs> phenomenal. And if you can stay away from those Hershey's kisses off your coworker's desk mm. and you don't put it back in you, then your taste buds in about two weeks are going to regenerate. And mm. now you're actually going to have a different taste for sugar. So you're a hundred percent right. Sugar, a dose dependent mm. hepatotoxin is really running rampant and killing us in mm -hmm. age the organs it it feeds into cancer it's not good mm. yeah man you hear that you just want to get away from sugar and wow and how much sugar i love i love i got a sweet tooth don't you're I? really bad about sugar of all the things that is like being like around you you're kid. just like oh my goodness do you remember when you were in the airport and you brought home like a pound of jelly beans like do you remember that i know I and know. then and then i hit them I hit him because I was like, you can't, I mean, you'll eat, you'll eat the bag in like a day and a half. It's terrible, and then, people. And then, it's terrible. It's terrible to have an addiction and not know it. But then during, during Christmas, somebody found him in the sequence game at your house. Cause I was like, you can't eat all these jelly beans. You had so many things. Like you'll take the you know, jelly beans I don't beans like from, it when you do that. When you take it upon yourself to hide to be helpful. Reese's or jelly beans, then, then I have a reverse dopamine effect. I'm anticipating finding them, and they're not there. Mm -hmm. And that's when I go into well, a rage. What's great is then you think you lost them because you're like you're not sure where you left them. You're like maybe I left them somewhere. Yeah, I know. And oh, then I they show up in the sequence game. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm trying to proactively save you, man of God. We can't be eating all this sugar. I remember there was a, there was this one time we went to a movie house and eatery, and I won't say what movie it was, but at the movie house and eatery, you know, they have people who work there who will come to the chair. And, and this was recently, I might say. It wasn't a long and time ago. My dad decided in his infinite wisdom to get up, leave the theater, and go and buy an $8 grab bag of candy <laughs> instead of just sitting in the movie and having them bring it to him. So he got his steps in, which was nice. But I remember looking over, and this dude was just like munching down during a rather severe gangster scene, and he was just 
Living high on the hawk. Oh. Living high on the sugar. I'll hawk. tell you what it was. You know those Reese's pieces? They were talking to me. I saw them. I saw them in the case there. And I thought, the whole movie, I'm going, man, should I go get those Reese's pieces? <laughs> I know what they taste when you crunch between your teeth. The chocolate and the sugar just breaks out in the explosion of chocolatey flavor. And I was like, I can't take it any longer. I Only in a theater could you do I would never do it anyplace else. It's a special occasion. Careful, uh, careful with that, everybody. Special occasions are a real special fault. occasion. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But it didn't occur to me till now that I could have actually asked them to go get me candy. I thought there was yeah. only food on the menu. I nah, that, that is also on the menu. So you could have just pushed the button. Anything on the menu. But listen to how that sugar addiction drove wow. your behavior. Yeah. You were there with your son enjoying the movie, and it it was like Lance, like just like, like an M M&M and M on your shoulder, a little Reese's, like it was Lance, a little Reese's Pieces demon. I'm Ooh. telling you. Come get us, Lance. And then there's like a jelly bean here, like Lance. People, yeah. I need you to go. You. I want you to go to lancewalmart.com forward slash summit and <laughs> come go to, the to help me break all these addictions. Join me. We're going to have an addiction session where we're all going to confess our food problems. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to, I want to, how about this? We got Dr. Goodman. Get Dr. Goodman clip number one on dealing with depression. I think some of you are having anxiety and depression because of your eating habits. I know this is Lance. I'm telling you, your body, your soul, and your spirit are all connected together. I was seeing in my mind those Reese's Pieces, and I was picturing eating them. I thought, I got to go get them. <laughs> I see what happened to me now. You got to play clip number one on dealing with uh, on how food could possibly be linked to I think he talks about anxiety and stress and depression. Let's find out anyway. Um, you know, I think probably the number one thing that people cite to me is, is that they are so fatigued. Mm -hmm. They're so tired. They have no energy. They have a hard time waking up in the morning. And uh, I think that's the number one thing that I see. But the, the causes for that are very um, varied. I mean, lots of different things lead to that common um, presentation. So it can be confusing. But is there is there a common remedy that you can recommend that could address that um, collapse, adrenal collapse or vitality collapse, whatever you want to call it? Well, well, you know, I, again, I, I think it all goes back to what's the source. You know, that's a big part of what we do is try to discover what is operative in a person's life that brought them to this particular state, even though the common uh, denominator and all these people presenting is fatigue or tiredness. Sometimes it's depression. Um, that's real. I mean, in, in today's, oh my gosh, you know, in today's world with everything that's going on right now and everything that everyone has suffered through, there's a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety and it takes its toll and it creates stress on the body. So then the body starts to reel from that. So that can be one thing. Uh, I saw, I'm reading the manuscript as he was going along there. Transcript. Uh, the transcript. And he's, he's saying that uh, even depression and anxiety create a stress on the body, and the body can be feeding that, uh, that distress. I'll never forget, I was with one speaker who was asking, um, how many of you find yourself being, you wake up at like two in the morning or okay. three in the morning, and you look at your clock and you're like wide awake? And you're thinking that God must be calling you to pray and you get out of bed and go pray and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It was Jordan. Hands up everywhere in that room. And then he pointed out, he said, now, if you're eating food late at night, then your body is processing it. 
And some four hours or three hours after you've gone to bed, your liver is now kicking into the process and it's releasing all these chemicals, which means now you're getting loosed into your body, whatever sugars or whatever that are stimulating you. And it's waking you up out of a sound sleep because you're eating too late and you're thinking it's God. That blew my mind because of how many people didn't know what was going on with their own body with the cycle. What are you laughing at? I'm agreeing with you. You're agreeing with me? But I was going to say, Lance, like what? Is your why going to be? Because I know what I know what mine is. You know, Scott and his wife are doing this, and you know, for you to join in on on some of these challenges, like what what would your why be? To get away from the jelly beans and the Reese's that talk to you at the movie theaters and the airport. I tell you what, I have to. I'm serious. I got. I'm in the gym with the rest of you. I do programs for. <laughs> it's a selfish thing, I admit, but I could get experts to come in to help train me and what I need. <laughs> so let's say I'll do a summit on a subject that I want to learn about because I need it. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm fortunate this season of my life where I know who they are and I could bring them in and pay them to come talk. But see, that's, that's part of it. Like, I guess what I'm thinking about is one of the reasons we're having this summit is so you can learn what you don't know. Like we don't know what we don't know, but once you know it, right. I mean, that's kind of the, that's, a bigger hurdle sometimes. I'm like, I know what I need to do. And like most ladies out there or most people, I've seen you lose weight too. You'll like cycle. It's like yeah. you'll cycle for like two years and be really healthy. I was losing weight really good. And this was Zempic thing with the shot you take, you know, in your stomach yeah. or something like mm -hmm. that. But you don't like needles. Though. I don't like needles. I'll admit it. But you know, I've seen you lose weight. Like when I first started working here, you lost a bunch of weight too. Um, and so, you know, it's like, but as my point is people cycle. So I think the bigger challenge is the mental game. Once you know what to do, it's just doing it. And like we talked about the habit stacking and you got to have a why, you know, it's like, so I kind of know what my, I think my why is going to be, but. You need three to thrive. That's oh, my that's philosophy. Awesome. I need, you need three catalytic um, elements that you can incorporate into your habit stack. And uh, for me, the one of them is to finish the race strong because yeah, I, I do this all stuff about death. My whole life is about the call of God. And that's, so if you really want to get me, uh, what, what motivates me is finishing well. Mm. And it's all kinds of ways you could self-sabotage. And I've, I've, I've run the gauntlet of all that in 40, 50 years of, of ministry and life. But the Lord's been pleased to keep me in the running, keep me in the gladiator contest and to keep me going. My, my best years are right now and I know it. And so to me, the, 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 the leverage, which you're looking for is leverage is the word. The leverage for me is where's the pain mm -hmm. that can create the motivation for the gain. And the pain is not being able to fulfill on the call and the assignment. I remember one time I was in a foreign country and it kind of horrified me. This man was running with me and he was at the, he was his peak season, but he was in his sixties and he had to stop and come off the field because his heart wasn't strong enough to sustain the, the tempo of the opportunity. Wow. In other words, can you imagine? It's Super Bowl time. Every player plays hurt in a Super Bowl because you only get one shot, many people, at the Super Bowl. Mm. So only the, only the coach or a physical busted up limb could keep you from being out there because you've trained your whole life to be in that game. So to me, your calling is the game. It's a Super Bowl. And for most of you, this is Super Bowl time. And you don't want to be sidelined because you didn't take care of yourself and can't play. 
That to me is the fear of missing out. Well, that reminds me of like Pastor Che. You know, what did, what did Che say to you? Or he said something along the lines of like, don't rob the kingdom of your, of impact, your most fruitful years. Of your most fruitful years. And he, I mean, Pastor Che, like he found his why. I mean, he, he lost what? Probably, yeah, like, lost like, probably like 50 pounds. Yeah, maybe. man. He's so, so lean. I can mm-hmm. hardly recognize this is shocking when that mm-hmm. happened. But it can, and we're going to do it together. Mm-hmm. Some of you just need friends that will do this together. And I, I have, I will say this, I've got some extraordinary friends and they're all coming down. They're coming down to the summit at, at the Trump Doral in Florida. I've been to Florida like two times in the last two weeks because every big event that people are throwing, um, they're doing in Florida. It's like, it's, it's really these, the center point, you could say, of the kingdom movement right now for a lot of people. And I'm flying in because I live in Texas, but we're going to go to the Trump Doral. You're going to be in a beautiful place meeting some powerful people, and you're going to focus for two and a half days, two days, and then we have an optional third day, on you and running the race like you've never run. The benefit is you're going to look better at the end of the year. You're going to feel better, and you're going to have more energy and more clarity and more power, and this is the year, I'm telling you, hell is going to throw everything it can at stopping us from saving America and we're not going to have our bodies and our emotions and, and antidepressants. And we're not going to let our physiology get in the way. We're going to be in peak state, peak shape. Fair enough, people? All right, go to LanceWilder.com forward slash summit. I want you to go to uh, the next clip on the Dr. Goodman series. This man, by the way, is one of the most celebrated authorities on, uh, di- on, uh, on is it diabetes and kidney conditions. I know we have to land the plane, but I just want to play this segment, please. Well, or we just keep going and make it a two-parter. We, we, nope, we're oh, going to land it. I'm getting yelled at in the back. <laughs> Look, I want to play clip three. We got gluten people out there. My wife is constantly, and my daughter. I can't have any gluten food in my house. I don't have any Reese's, that's for sure. I have to go to the theater with my son to get that. All right, play clip three. Uh, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because yep. rejected knowledge. So I, I, I think we have to impart this knowledge, which is why I'm so excited to do this trip with you guys to, to, to have the or part two, if you will, 2.0 yeah. uh, for an opportunity to educate our population that wants to know how to get better. Um, mm-hmm. People are not getting the truth. They're hearing um, you know, uh, a, a non-factual information from all different sources. They don't know what to trust. And so I think that having this particular summit will be so helpful to allow people to ask questions. Um, I love answering questions. Um, and, and, and perhaps we'll get to the basis of some things that they can develop some tactical strategies in order to improve their lives. Mm-hmm. We are going to get It's going to be tactical strategies. And everybody's going to walk out with a blueprint for taking action. Go to LanceWallet.com forward slash summit to see all the speakers. Meet me down there at the beautiful Trump Doral in Florida. It's going to be January 19th and 20th. Is that right? That's right. You're going to, I'm going to be there and Carl's going to be there. Well, we do also after you sign up because I have to do it first come first serve. Uh, but there is a bonus day with Dr. Goodman that they, you can opt into. It's a little bit more, but it's like a a six to eight hours with you and Dr. Goodman. And that'll be on Sunday, but you have to sign up 
and get your ticket for the event and then sign up for the bonus day with Dr. Goodman. So it's a little bit more, but some people really wanted to go in depth with the stuff he was teaching. So that's available. Uh, we have lots of other things that are kind of happening or just enjoy the resort. Enjoy oh, the yeah. Trump I mean, He's going to go Sunday. into ADD, ADHD, autoimmune inflammation, and literally how to restore youth and strength again through the nutraceuticals and, and, and what he's got in that area. It's like different area than Jordan Rubin, but all of these guys are bringing the puzzle pieces together. I look forward to seeing you again on our next broadcast. Take action now while the thought is in your mind. LanceWillow.com forward slash summit, and I'll see you in the future. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends, because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.